Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Nathan East, hanging with the teddy bear on LOTL Radio, The Zone. So I kind of grew up with a lot of different female voices, you know, Nina Simone, Sarah Vaughn, uh, Ella Fitzgerald. But then, you know, kind of when I was phasing out of jazz, Sade was one of them, Annie Lennox, Carole King, you know, kind of all the all the females that just have their own authentic sound, you know, and that kind of helped me figure out, you know, how do I take what I learned with jazz voice and use some of it to create my own sound with my own music. But yeah, Sade's in there for sure. She's one of my favorites. (laughs) Well, I mean, it definitely relates. And also, kudos. As far as who, I wanted to ask you, who came up with the video concept for Hurt You First? I mean, it is incredible. Oh, thank you. That's actually um, one of my good friends, Sasha Samsonova. She's a great female director. I think she's one of the best now. And you know, she wanted to do something really simple for it, but interesting and a little weird, because the song kind of has this, <laughs> this, yeah, it, ha- it has this bite to it. It kind of has this little sarcastic, you know, um, you know, I'm gonna hurt you first. It's a little sassy. So she wanted to kind of make this 
versions of me because one of the lyrics is like you always try to see the better version of me so she thought she'd play off that line and kind of make all these versions of me that actually are exactly the same (laughs) yes lord (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was cool everyone was a little nervous about it but i was like just trust me i think it's gonna be really cool And I mean, it, it was exceptionally well done. I was thoroughly Thank impressed. You. And I've always found to be, as far as a lot of times, just the most simplistic things are actually right. the most beautiful things because they're more organic. Um, totally. For you, the vibe that I get through your, through your music is very organic. It just comes yeah. to you naturally. Um, how long did it take for you to become so comfortable within yourself as far as being a musician and being able to show such a sense of... Uh, Wow, Wow, thanks for seeing that. I appreciate that. It took me a really long time. You know, I come from a family of really incredible musicians, so I was just one of many. And, you know, I really, for some reason, was really shy growing up and didn't really want anyone to know that I sang. So, you know, when we had family get-togethers, I would, like, sing with my back to my family and stuff. So it was always a little awkward. Okay. Yeah, and I don't know why. I think it's just, you know, being on stage, you're elevated and amplified, looking down at an audience. It's very powerful, and that power, I think, kind of intimidated me for a long time. And just, you know, sharing, I'm I'm much more of an introverted person. You know, and nowadays we live in a very extroverted culture, and, you know, everybody wants to talk about themselves and post photos. So, you know, I kind of had to figure out a way to feel comfortable in this day and age and do it my way without you know kind of getting lost or feeling um, strange about it so I guess the more I did it the more I got comfortable but yeah I mean I think people now they see right through you so you have to be honest you know and for this album yeah this album I fell in love really hard so I also like really couldn't keep it in you know I wanted to try to write you know, certain songs about other things, but they just shifted and I had to just get it out. So it was, it was kind of like it just happened in a way. And I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I hope people don't go crazy on this. But, <laughs> but yeah, it was, a long, it was a long process to feel comfortable, but I think I'm just getting the hang of it now. Do you find it very therapeutic for you to be so open and share so much of yourself through your music? I I think I am now. I think at first it was shocking when I was listening to some of these songs. I was like, oh, my God, this is a true story. This is real. This happened in my life. Like, oh, no, everyone's going to know that I'm a crazy girlfriend. But now I kind of, (laughs) now I kind of, you know, people are responding to it like, oh, I have that, that too. I still do that. I'm constantly dissatisfied or I don't know his passwords and his phone. So it makes me feel a little bit more comfortable with sharing it and I think now it's like I know I'm ready to get it all out so oh boy <laughs> but you know that's the wonderful thing about being an artist when you're able to show such a sense of vulnerability as far as reality right. where people can relate to what you're going through because we've all experienced whether you're a man or woman we've all experienced it and I think listeners true music lovers are going to gravitate to the artist who is being real and showing such a sense of openness. But I want to piggyback on something that you said earlier. Yeah. The industry can be somewhat very demanding and is very hard or very challenging to maintain a balance as far as personal and business. How have yeah. you been able to maintain that? Because with social media, yeah, people want so much more of you. 
I mean, especially, I especially having the accessibility to find out more things about you. How have you been able to kind of maintain both? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a constant struggle. And I think for me personally, less is always more. You know, simple right. is, is something that I was taught always. Like, you know, know the craft, you know, know what you want to do really well and do it to the best of its ability. And also, you know, I just I just don't, you know, I think sometimes people get mad at me because I don't post enough or I'm not like, hey, guys, check me out. But right. I don't know. I think I think you got to find your lane, you know, and, and if right. I feel insecure that I'm not posting enough, then I'll post a little more. But, you know, to me, mystery is really important, especially in a day and age where there is no more mystery. You kind of can. You know, I remember buying CDs of my favorite artists and flipping through the, the, the like pamphlet because those were photos you've never seen of your favorite artist before you couldn't just google them and find all these images of them like drunk at a club and stuff so i think that kind of mystery and discovery is still is still around so i'm trying to you know tap into that a little bit but yeah it could be really hard you know there's a lot of pressure to be super social and for some people that are more introverted and don't really like talking about themselves and stuff it can be challenging you know so i think yeah, it's also having a good team. I have a great team that respects like what I want to do, and then they help curate it to kind of make that part of who I am as an artist so I don't feel the pressure to have to change who I am, which I think right. is really important. It's very yeah. important. Uh, one of the things yeah. I've also come to uh, adore about you is that <laughs> you're very outspoken. Yeah. You're straightforward. You mean what you say. You say what you mean. Um, yeah. I, I took a lot of flack about a year ago because I said that I think a lot of artists out there are more inclined as far as prostituting themselves, as far as via mm. social media, as you stated, they're more inclined as keeping themselves quote unquote relevant as far as being relevant instead right. of making sure they're honed their skills yeah. as far as being a musician. And I wanted to ask you, because you take your music very seriously, how important is it to you that people focus on the music instead of worrying about what takes place so much via social media? I know. Oh, and she went to the movies yesterday. I, I think I seen her down the street at the corner picking up some dragons. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It's a really hard balance, you know, and, and I think it also caters to the kind of music you make. You know, I right. feel very lucky that, you know, coming from jazz and classical music, my goal is to make timeless music, you know, music that can be played at any time, you know, now and in 10 years, you could still put on my record and be like, cool, this still stands up, you know, and I think there's some artists that make, you know, more modern music and that can be tricky because there's certain styles and trends and sounds that can go out of style because it's always evolving, you know, subgenres of music come and go so quickly. So there is that pressure to keep up with, you know, the trends and the styles, but for me, I don't know. I think it's, I personally think it's not, it's not really there. The fear of it is all in your head in a way. And if artists kind of focus more on the craft versus the hype, it's like skill versus hype to me, you know, just, just being loud and obnoxious and being present online doesn't mean you're going to make great music and it doesn't mean it's even going to be that successful. So, you know, rather focus all those hours of like picking filters and face tuning your face with practicing the piano or something. So Absolutely. it's a it's a weird thing because also then you see artists 
that do become really famous off like a cover or an Instagram post. So I think people believe that the more you are around and public, that'll help you get to your end goal. And maybe it does fast, but in, you know, what's the longevity of that, you know? So I used to feel a lot of pressure and and worry about it. And I hope to encourage other artists or even like, you know, new musicians to be like, you know what, it doesn't really matter if you're going to make, I mean, Frank Ocean's a great example. Like he's never anywhere and he comes out and just blows everyone away with his music. So if it's good enough, you don't have to be social. Absolutely. I, yeah. I, I'm in total agreement with you with that. Yeah. I feel like I said, it's just very, it's a, it's very amazing, very disheartening to me at yeah. the same time because a lot of that is predicated on the record labels because totally. the record labels want, they want complete creative control of the artist. They want you basically as a puppet on the string yeah. and mm-hmm. you lose who you are and listening to your music. I mean, you pour every ounce of who you are in your music. And a lot of the songs that you were singing, I kind of stepped back and said, wow, how much of this is from her own personal life experience? Because you have to really challenge yourself to say, I'm okay to expose a lot of myself and my music. Um, Are you comfortable right now at any time doing a recording, somewhat apprehensive to let a bit more about yourself than you really wanted to do in the music and recording? Yes. Yes, that was all, like, it was just coming out, and then I was like, oh, no, 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 let's not pick this one. This is not, but, you know, I think just sometimes because it happened, I had to kind of go with it, and when people started really liking it, I was like, oh, okay, well, this isn't as scary as I thought, but, yeah, for sure it happened by accident in a way of, you know, I was just going through something so intensely that all I wanted to do was write about it without really realizing it in, like, a conscious way, you know, and then I would, you know, play the song for my manager, just listen back to it the next day and be like, oh, my God, like, my mom's going to hear this. Oh, no. So, you know, and this is just like phase one for me to be that transparent. So I'm a little worried to see what happens next with, like, my lyrics, because <laughs> that's always very where I hide. You know, I grew up singing jazz standards, so I could sing all these beautiful torch songs and sad, you know, songs about love that I could kind of be the portal, you know, these these beautiful lyrics I could kind of hide behind and do my own thing and they could mean something to me. And and now, you know, I can't really hide behind my lyrics anymore because they're my lyrics. So I think I'm starting to embrace the craft of being honest and transparent because so many of my favorite artists are, you know, Sade, she hits you right in the face with such emotion of her strong lyrics, you know? So, but yeah, it was definitely like a scary thing. And I was like, Oh dear. Okay. (laughs) Well, it's a beautiful experience all the many Thank listeners, you. and as I said, you have me. And when I listen and also look at the visual concept of hurt you first, and I just kind of sat back a little bit, and I said, wow. I said, okay, I've been in this situation before where I know in my younger years that I did some things that were not <laughs> right, yeah. that were not too conducive as far as, far as hurting a young lady's feelings. <laughs> and you put it all out there for the entire world to see as far as from your personal experience after that was done what was what went through your mind what was the thought process after finishing that particular song I was like oh man I'm gonna have to be this badass I guess now you know everyone was like this is an anthem you know I feel this way all the time and I also was like do I do this 
oh my gosh, I think I do this to people. Like I think I sometimes will sabotage a situation or a relationship. And I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to have to be this kind of, you know, badass female force, you know, and I was a little bit sad. I, I love sad songs, but Hurt You First came because I, I didn't want to be like a sad girl. I was a little sick of, right. you know, all these females that were kind of taking the sad route. I have sad songs too, but, you know, I was like, I want a song that like a lot of girls can relate to, but also be like, you know what? It's not the end of the world. I'm gonna I'm gonna mess it up first or something. And okay. it just kind of it just kind of <laughs> came out. And now everyone's like, you're this badass, like sexy lady. And I'm like, really? All right, okay. But yeah, oh, and, no. and also like I do it. I'm crazy <laughs> in relationships. I hurt people first because I'm afraid. <laughs> so it is very vulnerable, but also in this like kind of ironic, strong, strong woman point of view. So and I guess not a lot of people have have heard a song from that point of view, which which was exciting to me. So like okay cool. Never. And, yeah. and visuals are just you as important. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh no no. I it just it you know that it's it's refreshing to hear a woman admit something like that because most women will not admit say hey oh, yeah. you know what there are a lot of times that I will self sabotage. Yeah. A relationship even sure. when things are going good they're going good they're going great but this is too good to be true something not yeah. right. And yeah, I'm a little superstitious and it's like, what's going on here? And I think a lot of girls or just anyone in relationships in this day and age, things are a little too good. Something's Something's up. (laughs) Which is weird because it should, no one should feel that way. That's just like probably our, where we're at. Everyone's a little worried about everything. (laughs) I know, but it's, it's all right. We got you here. That's all right. Let's get into it. The many debut album, of course, from Naya, simply entitled I Would Hurt You First. You're in the zone of L.O.T. already. My pleasure, my queen. All right.
I think it really hit her because she loves, you know, relationship stuff. So she wrote her own verse. And, you know, for me, it was kind of, I I'm specifically was like, I want this to be a real duet where we sing together, okay. we go back and forth. It wasn't just like the static feature of, you know, they put to sh- shove some artist in one spot and then you never see hear from them again. I wanted it to really be this, you know, 90s duet, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, like all the big vocal icons to kind of sing in together and she did it and i'm super happy with it i kind of can't believe it it happened so well it, it came out dream. wonderful both of you did a fantastic job oh, my pleasure but i yeah, must ask yeah. the uh the naya of 2017 if you can get in dr who's time machine and go back seven years what would the naya of today tell the naya seven years ago what would you say to her Oh man, relax. I'm I'm a little Woody really? Allen. Yeah, I I can be very neurotic and just a little bit of a perfectionist and just just worry about things, you know, like fine pick and I think that's just from me being wanting to do my best and know all the information and which is ironic because jazz is all about improv Im- improvisation. But I think just my own natural state is just like a little a bit of a worrier and just, you know, a little neurotic. So I would be like, relax, just chill. Everything's cool. And always when we wing it or whenever I do go on stage and something goes wrong, because I have that jazz background, we can improvise. So I guess I should just I should, would tell myself to rely more on like my own natural ability because I was like, oh, oh, I need to rehearse. And I don't really, you know, <laughs> you can see what happens. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm a huge uh, fan of, uh, oh, my goodness, oh, man, but also, I, 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 you know, I'm stuck in I'm stuck in a time warp, which I've been told many, many times, and I've always been a great lover of lyrics. I love lyrics because lyrics are the meat and potatoes of the music. To me, it's part of the soul, the essence of an artist, what they represent, especially if they know they're writing something from their own personal journey. At the right. end of the day, how do you want your music to reflect not only you, but how do you want your music to be remembered and touched by listeners? How do you want to look at it as an overall grand scheme of things at the end of the day? You know, I th- I'm not, that's a good question. I think it's, you know, it's so subjective. You know, I think some people, when they hear my music, they're like, oh, this song is, this this album is so sad. And other people will hear it and be like, oh, this album, like, so inspiring to me and it really like you know makes me feel good so I'm like whoa okay those are very conflicting feelings so part of me doesn't really have an answer of how I would want people to understand my music and stuff personally I just want people to like it and I guess just remember it in the way that you know I just did what I wanted and kind of this is who I am and kind of uh take it for what it is you know I think sometimes people ask me so many questions about my music are like, oh, what does all this mean? And I'm like, well, just take it for what it is. Right. You know, there's there's no reason right. to explicate the lyrics. They're right there, you know. And if there is deeper meaning in them, then that's fine. But some of them don't. They're very literal and they happen. But, you know, I want people to, to take my music as something that reminds them of the past but can be something that's present now and in the future, too. You know, I don't I didn't want to make I don't want to make retro music. I want to make. Right. The hybrid of, of different genres. So hopefully that a good hybrid. Living the, living the here and now. The past yeah, is living the here and now. Right. I, I can definitely understand. I can relate to that. So yeah. speaking of here and now, let's get into the latest from Nye, of course. 
performance from her debut album, self-titled album, I, with a feature yeah, with Janice with time here in the zone of LOTL Radio.
Jedi, Miss Laura Timeline, featuring Jasmine Sullivan on his own of LOTO Radio. The new album, her new album, I, is available on iTunes, Spotify, and also on Deezer. And to get all the latest updates, be sure you stop by Naya's official website. That's at NayaMusic.com. Also, you can catch it with her on Twitter, Instagram, and also on Facebook. My lovely queen, it was an honor to have you on this show. Hopefully, very, very soon, you will make your captivating self. Make yourself available and come down to Houston and perform. We would love yes. to have you in the love studio. You. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Such a pleasure. Oh, the pleasure was truly on my much continued success, okay? Perfect. Thank you so much. Uh, have right. a great day. God bless. You do the same. Bye. The very talented Naya, here in the zone of LOTL Radio. Hope everyone enjoyed the interview. My goodness, she can sing, family. Yes, Lord. <laughs>
It's unusual for you to just not call me. It's unusual for you to stop loving me.
This is the art of love, 